Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay. Today a little behind the scenes. I woke up this morning and I thought, why don't I record a few short funks? Well that was a really big mistake, let me tell you. Having recorded three piecemeal short funks, I was able to record maybe two reasonable short funks, but unfortunately my vocabulary first thing in the morning isn't quite as eloquent as it is in the evening. Even late in the evening, having done lots of work, I still am able to fit sentences together which I just couldn't do this morning. So I'm not going to release these abominations on the short funk listenership, no. I'm going to record fresh ones on exactly the same topics and explore some other topics as well. I wanted to start off with listener Mike King's questions associated with agrarian utopias and ageing cyber hippies. You try to say that early in the morning and see what comes out. I want to combine these two things together. I'll tell you why. Agrarian utopias have existed pretty well since hunter-gatherers stopped being hunter-gatherers and there was still a group that wanted to go back to the gathering part of that, or at least the farming and gathering. And if you read about this, and I did in my early teens, there have been examples of agrarian utopias that have split away from normal society, dating back into, well, prehistory even. But through early history and, you know, in the 13th century, there were movements associated with moving back to agrarian utopias. And I guess when you think of the 13th century, you think they were pretty well agrarian utopias as it was. But the kibbutz mentality grew of maybe, I don't know, between 20 and 60 people living off a piece of land, communing together. This thing isn't going anywhere anytime soon. In terms of, it's not going away. But in terms of me participating in an agrarian utopia, I'd like to. Just don't have the time currently. And it's the kind of thing where the agrarian utopias or communes that are sold in the US currently are quite literally sold in the US. It costs between sixty dollars to $100,000 to join many of the communes that are currently on offer. And my perspective is, yeah, not right now, thank you very much. It's interesting, actually, because I wanted to juxtapose the agrarian utopias with cyber hippies because most of my experience of ageing cyber hippies came in well, what folks would like to think of as agrarian utopias. So I do put the two together. Obviously, there are these city cyber hippies that have got nothing to do with agrarian utopias. But in terms of my quality time spent in the company of cyber hippies, most of them were in agrarian utopias. And here's a little interesting fact. If you're going to create an agrarian utopia in the modern world, you are not going to be wanting to do it without just a little sliver of technology because people will want to do things like call people, maybe occasionally use email... And that requires a cyber hippie, functionally, to have some kind of connection to the outside world that they can deal upon the community whenever it's needed. In terms of the genre of ageing cyber hippies, I've known ageing cyber hippies since I was probably in my early teens. In fact, reflecting back, I spent way more time with cyber hippies when I was in Australia than I did in the US or the UK. In fact, I can't think of any cyber hippie that came in contact with me while I was in the UK. Maybe. Maybe I just didn't know they were cyber hippies. In any case, the term cyber hippie, I think, actually might be a Barbalay-ism. I mean, I certainly used it prior to it being fashionable, and I don't think it's ever really been fashionable. I didn't create the term. It was kind of used as a conjunction to describe what the folks did in Elands. But I certainly haven't heard the term cyber hippie used out in the wild for many, many years, and I'm wondering if Mike King is actually making an homage to Field of Chaos in this terminology. In any case, I feel cyber hippies are, you know, they're part of the ecosystem. They exist out there in the kind of general technology discourse. And the aging cyber hippies are pretty well caught in their way and, you know, do what they do. 
I don't think they had the social impact that they could have had or once had. And I think in general, there's a certain degree of scepticism that comes around you know, these people when they're out in the broader community. That being said, I might hang out with a cyber hippie occasionally. I mean, my friend Bruce Damer is kind of in that in that genre. And uh, yeah, when I spend time with him, it's actually quite nice. It's quite difficult to get to him. He certainly doesn't come down to the lowland and see where us common folk live. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could ever be a cyber hippie. I like shaving. I like shaving way too much. Like, first thing in the morning, like, even if I'm working on weekends, I really don't like starting to work until I've had a good shave. And quite frankly, the accoutrements of society, deodorant, razors, maybe even a little aftershave, if I'm feeling particularly like it. Funnily enough, the only time I've ever gone in recent memory without a shower and a shave was when I was staying with Bruce Damon when my brother came over to the US and we were travelling around in 2009. Can't think of any other time where it hasn't happened. So yes, personally, not a cyber hippie. Like the company of cyber hippies on occasion. Don't find it that enlightening, but you know, it's kind of fun. They're kind of people that like to talk. When I was younger, I had a strange relationship with cyber hippies because they realised, I mean, the cyber hippies in Australia were distinctly different than the ones over here. The ones over here have a, I don't know, a kind of hierarchical structure, which I'm a part of. I mean, I'm not isolated from these folk. But in Australia, the needs of the cyber hippies that I was around were mainly associated with, like, computer repair and just knowing that I was someone who was relatively knowledgeable in technology and could hold a conversation. I guess they're the same qualities that get me in front of them now. I don't know. I'm not particularly offended by them. I don't spend a lot of time, you know, heavily listening to them. I like listening to the Psychedelic Salon and, you know, Lorenzo Haggerty and these kind of folk. And I guess Lorenzo Haggerty's a cyber hippie. Never met the guy. I will one day, I'm sure. Tom Barbelay in San Jose. Signing out.